Welcome to Pardon the Intermission, a podcast that takes a look at movies, TV, and all things entertainment from the past, the present, and the future. Remember to subscribe and like the podcast and give a review. This helps out the podcast and is greatly appreciated. Now on to the show. Yes, hey everyone, welcome to Pardon the Intermission. I am Eric. And I am Jason. <laughs> we could do that. Hey, we could do a little musical. We should, we should do PTI the musical. Pardon the Intermission the musical. I'm all for it. Yeah. I'm all for it. Are uh, we, we going to have like an entre-act and then an interlude and an intermission uh, I, I think or? I think our show would only be like about five minutes and then... True. We'd add, probably add like... Yeah, right. we do the intro and I don't know, I guess we could sing the stories, right? We, we could. This week in the news of entertainment... Mm. We have some more Disney doom and gloom, and it's not good. <laughs> Disney doom and gloom, and it's not good. Disney dismal doomsday yeah. news. Disney, Disney, Disney going down. Oh my gosh. Okay, yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. And at this point, people will be walking out. They popcorn, would. boo, boo. They're throwing popcorn at us. Right, you know, exactly. Yeah. Eggs and why does everybody bring eggs and tomatoes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't throw them. Just leave them in a basket for us on the side. Of the, Please so spare eat, our lives so we can we can eat them later. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, eggs are too expensive. Don't don't throw them at us. Hey, um, but you are right. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. By the yes. way, check out our before we get going here. Check yeah. out our social media: Twitter, PTI underscore podcast, and, and Facebook at Pardon the Intermission. Yeah, yeah, always leave comments on us there if there's stuff you guys want us to talk about. Um, just say, hey guys, talk about this, talk about that, and we'll mm-hmm. definitely check it out. Yeah, Abs- we'd lo- love to hear from you. Yeah, absolutely. We really appreciate and uh, respect all of you for listening in. And we hope you enjoy uh, the entertainment of pop culture, TV, movie, and news just as much as we enjoy it and enjoy talking about it. Yeah, especially especially Disney. We love talking about Disney. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> hey, um, what is this uh, dismal <laughs> doomsday? Disney news you got for us this week. Oh Lord, Lord. Okay, yeah. Speaking of dismal and doom. Uh, okay, yeah. So, so there is a new Star Wars series that was slated to come out, and it has now been uh, completely axed off oh, really? the production. Yep. Do Shall it. we go? Do, do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. So. And so this is kind of ironic in a way because uh, at Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con, like two years ago, Mm -hmm. uh, Star Wars uh, creators really pitched this particular show called Star Wars The Acolyte. They were really looking forward to this one. This was going to be a series about uh, some of the Dark Jedi and some of the Sith. Well, alas, it was not meant to be. The Force is not with this Star Wars show. Mm. According to a story that appeared on a site called, and this, and hold your laughter, please, folks, called Giant Freaking Robot. That's a real <laughs> site, Giant Freaking Robot. The new Star Wars series, The Acolyte, an in-development series for the Disney Plus, set during the High Republic, is rumored to be canceled thanks to noted leakers. This is great. I love this. Listen to huh. this. One of the noted leakers is a guy by the name of Doomcock. Oh my God! Producer Cameron Pasha cited as a source. He's a YouTuber, and apparently he explained that Pasha found out from a source at Lucasfilm, only referred to as "quote unquote" Sparrow, that made oh a claim gosh. about Headland's that made a claim about uh, the creative person at Disney by the name of Headland here. What's uh, the first name? Am I slipping by? Oh, Leslie Headland. Um, so let's see here going for Hedlund was fired. And as a result, who she was the creator of this series, uh, the, the upcoming series, Star Wars, the Acolyte was given a quote unquote soft cancellation. Mm. So again, this is something that was supposed to come out on Disney plus 
And even though the cast did include the likes of Carrie Ann Moss from movies like Memento and the Matrix trilogy, yeah, yeah. Manny Jacinto, whoever that is, Lee Jung-jai, and Amanda Stenberg as the series lead, apparently uh, this is just not going to happen. Now, you can question the validity of the story based on the name of the site, but Eric... Um, they were really looking forward to this, and it sounds to me like, uh, again, the force is not strong with this. Well, one. I mean, it goes to show. I mean, Disney is Disney's dropping things like crazy left oh, and right. Man, they're getting rid of people. They're saying they're, they're going to possibly right? be more layoffs. Right. Uh, shows they're cutting shows like crazy right now. I mean, right. right. Yeah. I mean, even shows that. May have not have been so popular, but with their names, you think like Obi Wan. They're not doing another season. They're saying nope. bye bye. Yeah, yeah, not doing another Obi Wan. I think Mandalorian is in doubt right now. Another season of Mandalorian is in doubt. Trailer Park Mandalorian. But yeah, from yeah, that last scene park where he's... yeah, right. <laughs> Looks like he's sitting in a trailer park with his feet oh, up. Oh, I was just thinking right now, do what? a musical version of the Mandalorian. Oh, that at least would be one so episode good, yeah. where Mando dances around with a jetpack and he starts singing this like is the singing way. In the ring, right? This is the way. Yeah, <laughs> I'm flying. So, but, but yeah, so yeah, this again is just part of, um, this describes or this illustrates more importantly about how, how bad things are at Disney right now where shows are getting uh, cut off the production line. And some of this Mm. has to do with the, uh, the ongoing writer strike that's been happening for the last couple of months. But by and large, this was a show that was already in the, in pre-production and boy, Eric, it, they really, well, I'm going to tell you, I, I was listening to the panel of the Acolyte talk at, I think it was, was it D23 or when it was? It was D23. It was recently, right? Yeah. And yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? These people that were talking, <laughs> some of the actors, I can't remember, I cannot remember their names, but the actors uh, had, they basically talked like they had no idea about Star Wars at all. I mean, oh boy, not and good. I'm like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Because they're they were getting asked questions and they were just right, kind of right. going to the same tropes about, well, these are powerful women and these are this and these are that. And I'm like, wait, but what does this mean to the Star Wars universe? I mean, how do you tie it right. in? Tell me that, you know, but they, they had no answer. So it, it didn't sound too promising. E. And, and the thing, Not too, good. is the Acolyte. The name is we talked about this in, in the last podcast about, you know, that you have to with the superheroes or even with these characters, you yeah. have to have something to tie people in that don't know all the expanded universe. You know, there's sure. not there's not that big of a fandom that know all this expanded universe, right? So, right, I don't exactly. know. I mean, with, with this, if Star Wars, I, I tell you what, if if Star Wars, Lucas Films, if Disney Plus was dependable and they were putting out good shows, I would say I would. If this was still going on, I would say okay, I might give it a shot. Yeah. But to be yeah. honest, I at this point I wouldn't. You know, the only the only one I would is if they did an Andor season two, and I, oh, I have definitely, and definitely. I have less and less uh, hope for that because of this writer strike. I mean, it's, yeah. Did you hear that they they spent supposedly two hundred fifty million on that show? No, I didn't. That's that's what I heard. I'm not sure if that's a true. Don't take that as as fact, folks. It might be. I thought I heard they that they put into that show two hundred fifty, and I can see with the special effects and with everything. Can you right. imagine all these shows? And that's why they're cutting them. They're costing too much. And they're not getting anything out of them. That's a lot of money to not, lose. Because they're not good stories, though. Mm-hmm. They don't have good writers for right. the stories. Exactly. The, do you know about the Acolyte? Let me ask you this. Do All, you know Do you know the canon? Have you read the books or any of that? Or do you know the basic? Well, well, the, the general premise of the, the storyline comes from some of the books in the canon, especially from the era of the High Republic, and then also a little bit from uh, the Old Republic as well, from a time when... From when the Sith and the Jedi coexisted, mm. and the Sith obviously, you know, sought to attain a much different version of the Force or different knowledge of the Force, where they 
were driven by their passion and where they were driven by their strength power and their power. And rather, the, power the Jedi were driven by knowledge and integrity and control and everything else. Yeah. But so, yeah, so this this series, as I understand it best, was going to focus on that part of the Star Wars canon that a lot of us don't really fully comprehend yet because mm. now some of it, again, was told in graphic novels, in regular novels, and stuff like that, and some of the animated stuff, too. I think, uh, if I remember correctly, like... Um, I think Star Wars Rebels might have touched on some of this canon a little bit, but I'm not too familiar with that, so don't quote me on that. But so, yeah, this was basically going to be, uh, again, just another way to bring in Star a different version of the Star Wars canon into the fold here and focus mm. more on the dark elements like the Sith and some of the dark Jedi that existed. Yeah, I think um, that's very interesting. And see, that that does sound like an interesting story, but you know, I don't know if I trust Disney to do... You know, right now Lucasfilm to do the right thing with yeah. with the uh, uh, yeah. That's... Do you uh, do you think uh, uh, kind of on a little side note? Do you mm-hmm. think Filoni's movie is going to get possibly get cut? It's a distinct possibility. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, because when I last read the uh, the writer strike talks for negotiations were extended to the end of July. Yes, July thirty first. Okay. And so the longer this writer strike goes on the more doom it spells for all of these productions, for everything at Lucasfilm, at Disney, uh, Paramount, see everything. That may be the best. So yeah, it, it may be. Well, no, no, no. I, I feel bad for the, for the people that, you know, their livelihoods depend on this. And I'm not even talking I. just the actors. I mean, there's yeah. people behind the scenes. There are, I mean, there are writers. There's, there's a bunch of people involved in these shows that, that we'll never even know. Yeah. But their livelihoods depend on, yeah. on this stuff. And I feel bad for them. But at the same time, I yeah. think... The, the the Star Wars universe, they need to hit the reset button on it. Yeah, yeah, at I this agree. Point. So yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of gotten off the rails. Yeah, it has. It's not looking good for Filoni's movie, and uh, it's not looking good for anything else they have coming up. Because because again, keep in mind, Eric, they plan all of this stuff sometimes five or six years out. Yeah. So they're they're looking way down the road when they are pre visualizing and drafting all of these on all of this information on storyboards. So do you think, um, are you looking forward to the Ahsoka series coming out? And do you think that that's going to, you think it's going to be able to, to deliver? Uh, okay, well, uh, yes and no. I'm looking forward to Ahsoka. They have to do, I hope they did it very carefully. And mm. because uh, the character of Ahsoka comes from the animated show Clone Wars. And okay. so, um, she and, was, and her, and she was around the time that uh, Anakin was not yet, Darth Vader, right? It was that before, is correct. Before the so yeah. Clone Wars, that was before Order sixty six happened, right? Exactly. But before they turned, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I am kind of looking forward to to Ahsoka the series, and I will tune in and I will watch it. But you know, Eric, at the same time, it's hard for me not to be skeptical and mm. cynical when you and I have both sat here on numerous occasions and we've talked about our our dislike for series like the Book of Boba Fett and for how season three of The Mandalorian just got flushed down a galactic sewer <laughs> and how, yeah, so I mean... Trailer Park Mandalorian, I'm not going to give that up. Yeah, right. So I have reason to be skeptical, but I will give it a shot and I am looking forward to it also because I know that one of my favorite characters from the novels, from the canon... Grand Admiral Thrawn mm. from the uh, the Thrawn trilogy is going to be in the Ahsoka series. Okay, so yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to that, especially knowing that Mods Mickelson's brother Lars Mickelson was cast as Grand Admiral Thrawn, and wow. I'm like, that's brilliant casting. Mm. So I'm hoping that it does work out well. I'll give it a I'll give it a chance and see how it unfolds. Okay, all right, yeah. Um, all right, moving on here, we had another story that I cannot believe. Um, Really shocked me. I'm like, no, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Anyway, here's uh-huh. here's what the headline is from comic book 
dot com. It yeah. says Patrick Stewart still wants a Star Trek Picard movie. Oh, oh. oh my Gosh, we're going to be wearing out that button. We're going to be wearing out that button. What is going on here? What's going on with, I mean, okay, he, oh my gosh, they had the perfect, they had the perfect season, I mean, the perfect uh, season three, right? Yes, yes, They finished it, it's done. I was sad to see it go, but I knew it was time. Yes. It was a great ending. Yes. Why are you trying to stir or muddy the waters back up again with more more uh, Picard at this point. I honestly don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, I, like How just, old is he? The guy's, what, 83? He's, he's in his 80s. He's, I think he's 82 or 83. 80, I mean, come on. You can do a Picard. Now, yeah. maybe if he's talking about doing a movie of young Picard or something, but come on. Well, there were some rumors a long time ago that, there, that Paramount was interested in doing a Star Trek series that focused on Picard, a younger Picard, in his earlier years, and that James McAvoy was being considered to play a young Picard because he played a young Professor Xavier in some of the mm. more recent X-Men movies. But um, you know what, Eric? My my thoughts simply on this can be that the last Star Trek The Next Generation film we saw on the big screen was Star Trek Nemesis. That came out in 2002. Okay. So that's almost 20 years ago, over 20 years ago. That movie left a sour taste in a lot of fans' mouths, and I think to some extent some of the cast members didn't feel entirely satisfied with the way they went out. Because uh, like I've said on, on Pardon the Intermission on more, a couple of occasions, in referencing Star Trek Nemesis, the, when the movie ends, it doesn't give a really fitting ending to the characters of the next generation. Okay, yeah. Even though Riker and Troy go off and do their own thing, Data obviously gets killed in this movie, you know, but otherwise, the last scene in that movie is Picard walking out of his ready room, walking down the hallway and smiling. It's like, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. So that my only thought can be is that the cast maybe still harbors some type of resentment over how Mm. Nemesis ended and maybe they kind of want to make up for it a little bit. But didn't they already do that? With Picard, they did. Yeah, I mean, with yeah. Picard season three, it was beautiful. Yeah, it was beautiful. I mean, you could go back and listen to our shows if you haven't on that. And right. I mean, it was it was done amazingly well. Oh yeah, it was yeah. a beautiful ending to their story. And here's what I said, and I'll say it again. Now, if they want to continue the story with like like a Star Trek legacy, uh, you know, show, I don't care if it's a movie or a show, but the characters like uh, uh, LaForge's daughters sure. continue it with Picard's son sure. you know have these the newer characters that they continue with and then they can do guest spots and come in and mm-hmm. you know because it was mentioning here that you know Jonathan Frakes was was saying that he hopes that the story continues um, but you know at the same time it's kind of like okay but you know I mean at, at this point you guys went out beautifully I don't mind if you come back in mm-hmm. you know be part of the story but you guys can't be the story anymore right exactly you yeah. know there's not too much more they could do and i don't know if i if i could watch too much more of you know of that cast in a sense i mean they're a great cast i love them but i mean what what, what stories have not already been told i mean they pretty much you know that that's exactly it i i i i don't know where else they could go i don't know what direction they could go but i i agree with you i think the way that picard ended with the original cast from next generation all seven of them coming back and playing poker at the table, exactly the way the series ended with the series finale, all good things. To me, you're right. That that is the cherry on the icing. That is yeah. the very top of Mount Everest. 
you're not going to be able to get over that. That yeah. to me is perfect right there. Yeah, yeah, leave it. It, it. it was. It, it it was a way to go out. It was what fans wanted to see. There's a lot of, of, of fan service in the right way, not just yeah. for member berries. Hey, come and watch us. It was done in the right way. It was very respectful right. to the characters, to the canon, to the show, yeah, to Roddenberry's idea. I mean, I that that's leave it as it is. You can come back in, help the newer, the new generation out. Yeah. Not the next generation, the new generation. Right, right. Exactly. Uh, help them out, the legacy cast. That would be great. Yeah. But but no, I, I you can't do it because then it's going to just get all messed up again, man. I'm afraid of that. I don't, want, I don't want it to. Well, and also just one other train of thought here. I mean, this is Patrick Stewart uh, kind of going with the flow here, so to speak. He is, he's witnessing firsthand what a tremendous response season three of Picard got from the fans. And he's also seeing how this social media push to create, to create the Star Trek legacy series has gained a lot of traction over the last couple of months. Mm. And now how there is a massive social media movement on to get Star Trek Picard nominated for Emmy awards. And I'm not talking about in the categories of special effects and cinematography. I'm talking about, actor categories for Stewart wow. and Jonathan Frakes mm. and for Jerry Ryan, who played seven of nine and yeah. for and LeVar Burton. So um, this is also, I think Patrick Stewart kind of riding the wave of popularity right now. Well, sure. Star I- Trek is at its peak of popularity again. And so it, why, from his standpoint, if you're looking at it through his lens, why not try and push yeah. for another movie? Good point. Good point. But you know, at the same time, I mean, you know, you, you have to look at it. I mean, Maybe it is getting kind of to to his head to a point, right? But you got to look at it realistically. You do, uh, yes. What, what it was was this was what, what it was, and why it's so popular is uh-huh. is not because necessarily of. I here's what I'm going to say: it's not because of the characters directly. It's not because of, um, you know, the show just had so much great pool. It's not because of the name Star Trek, right? What it was is that it was it was like I go back to it was great writing. It was fan service done right. It showed respect. People want that out, out of these legacy characters. And I'm not just talking in, in this, in, in Star Trek. I'm talking in Star Wars. I'm talking in Indiana Jones. I'm talking yeah. in, in all of these franchises that now they're just milking. I mean, you know, they're just milking to get every last dollar they can out <laughs> right. of them. Right? But they're, but they're just totally disrespecting everything else and throwing it away. Right. And I think fans are tired of that. They're tired of having that stuff thrown in our face saying, well, you guys don't matter. You know, this is our time now. Whose right. time? I mean, you know, be respectful to the characters. That's all we have. And that's why that's why you see such an outpouring mm-hmm. just to Picard season three because yeah. they they got it right. Mm-hmm. That's what it was yep. anyway. It's that old saying, Eric: Do the ends justify the means? And in this case, I don't think they necessarily justify the means. Yeah, yeah. At least not from where I'm sitting. Yeah. So I I, I mean, as much as I love it, I I can't I I don't want to, I don't want them to touch it. I don't, I don't want either. them to mess it up. I, I agree. Yeah. You know, Terry Metalis, great job. I don't want anybody. I want to see him do other things, but I don't want to see them mess this up. Leave it alone. I agree wholeheartedly. (laughs) All right. All right. Hey, uh, yeah. So moving on here. uh, What do we got? Oh, you know what? We were before we came in studio, we were just watching a show and I did not know this. Yeah. So this is we were watching Jurassic Park, the original Jurassic Park. And I did not know. I didn't realize, man. This is, you told me this is the 30th 30th anniversary. anniversary. 
30th anniversary. Right? Yeah. Jurassic Park came out 30 years ago back in early June. So this is a 30th, 1993. 1993. And I still remember going to see it here in Fresno <laughs> Festival Cinemas on Blackstone Avenue. Oh seeing my it gosh. with a girl that my buddy was trying to hook me up with. Uh-oh. Nothing ever Uh-oh. happened, of course. But um, so, yeah. Uh, but let, yeah. Let, let, me ask, let me ask you this question. Before we get into Jurassic Park, I was yeah. going to ask you this earlier and I forgot. But hey, why oh, not ask you on air? Oh, nuts. Here we go. But it's not that personal. But here's the deal. Do you ever when back in the day when we were when we were young spry men and dating right before we found the love of our lives right Great. yeah back in the day it's hard to really watch them when you're on a date isn't it kind of hard to really get involved in a movie though because you're always kind of worried about you know okay am I making a good impression this and that you know what I mean it's hard oh, yeah. when you're on a date yeah. to just sit there and be engulfed in the movie you got too much going on yeah right? it's, well especially with me because like around women when I was younger I was very insecure. Because I was never like every other dude. Come on, man! Every other guy. Well, we all were. Come on. More so for me because <laughs> I went. I went to a high school where, where, quite frankly, the guys were a lot better looking than I was. I was one of the ugliest kids in school. Oh my gosh! And so yeah, I was always insecure around women. And so I remember going on this one particular, uh, this one particular date with this girl that my buddy was trying to hook me up with. When I sat next to her in the theater, I kind of sat in my seat as far away from her as I could really? be. Yeah, yeah. Because, again, I'd never been confident around around mm. women just because I I'd never yeah. had I never had any girlfriends in school whatsoever. Okay. And so that kind of illustrates my insecurity around them. And so I remember in regards to the dating question, you know, yeah, I bought the popcorn and I bought the sodas, but we didn't share a soda. We didn't share straws and smooch and kiss and stuff like that. But, you know, and I, I would just – and I didn't lean over to, to grab her hand to hold it or put my <laughs> hand on her leg or anything. It was just one of those things where I kind of viewed her as just like, okay, cool, you're going to go see this movie with me? Awesome, cool, let's enjoy it. Well, yeah, I mean, listen, hey, trust me, and, and you're not the only dude, trust me. Okay, we, all, we all went to school, we were all, uh, we, you know, the ugly duckling guys, right? I mean, you know, right, we're, right, we're right, trying to, right. I mean, just trying to find our way, trying to figure out what's going on, yes. right, with with life, where where do we fit in this crazy world? Yes. And, and yeah, and trust me, every guy goes through that. And But my point, yeah, I mean, it's the same, you, you said it very well. I mean, you know, you, you, you sit there, you're thinking about about all this other stuff you don't know you know mm-hmm. and and it's hard so my whole point was that it is hard when you're dating to sit there and try to get involved in a movie right Ex- let yes. me ask you so how how after that date mm-hmm. when did you go when did you go back and re-see it in the theater uh yeah actually i did okay see, that's what i'm saying see, you probably enjoyed it a lot more right? i remember seeing it in the theater three times oh okay i wow. did I saw it three times wow mm-hmm. yeah yeah i saw it with that with that girl first then i went back and saw it with my dad and then i went back and saw it with my brother and my other friends okay so, yeah yeah but you times. probably enjoyed it a little bit more you got a little bit i mean you were able to focus more on the actual movies i did right? because yeah. i wasn't perspiring <laughs> vigorously so nervous yes. like all of us exactly around. back in the Sit day back yeah. and just anyway, relax okay. okay sorry to get off on that little side Tangent, no, but thank you for fun. sharing, though. Thank you for sharing. Th- thanks for putting me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> and trust me, you're not any different than any other guy out there. We all went true, through that. We true. were all, yeah. Um, that's true. But hey, so this is very interesting. So Jurassic Park is 30 years old, and wow. we didn't realize it. We're watching the special effects mm-hmm. in that movie, and yeah. we're like, man, those special effects still hold up. They still hold up. Now, mm-hmm. I'm going to say this. Now, the problem is, is that <laughs> the higher definition you get, the wonkier it looks. That's the problem. Sure. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, we're watching it in Blu-ray now, and so they look a little worse in Blu-ray than they did in just regular definition. Yeah. You know, because in regular definition, they're like, wow, these look really great. And then you right. get, and the sharper it gets, 
you know, then you can start seeing the flaws more. So yeah. they're going to have like this big 4K edition come out. And I'm like, I don't even want to see it in 4K, man. That's going to be too clear. You know what I mean? It's going it's to right. show all the flaws. Forget it, right? <laughs> I have a 4K TV, though. I might see it in 4K. You might watch it? I might. We're, you know, I might have to come over. We'll watch it. Please do. And I'll bring the popcorn. And right. uh, uh, we'll see how this thing plays out in 4K. Sure. Uh, if it's any better or, or any worse. But uh, Yeah. But we were talking uh, the, the other podcast, a couple of podcasts ago, about how uh, San Diego's in trouble with Comic Con because yeah. they were the the big uh, movie studios were dropping out, right? Yeah, uh, because of all the the strike, writer strike, writer yeah. strike, all this stuff going on. Well, they have the actors uh, strike too, right? Looming mm-hmm. or I don't know. What's, anyway, yeah. But the one one positive, one bright spot is that Jurassic Park is going to have an experience Ooh. at Comic Con, which Do is tell. really cool. I thought Do it was tell. really cool. That's why you brought up the movie. Nice segue there. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so anyway, yeah, so but to celebrate the 30th anniversary, it says it recreates, this is from Yahoo News, recreates uh, fan favorite moments from the iconic film. So I guess you can walk through these uh, uh, Jurassic-style gates to go into it. So they have this whole setup, right? Okay. So yeah, so you walk through the, the legendary gates of Jurassic Park, and then visitors will also get to check out some meticulously crafted scenes with the... Now, I can't say this Ooh. word. We just say the Dilophosaurus. What is it? Dilophosaurus? Dilophosaurus. Dilophosaurus. There we Dilophosaurus. go. Attack scene. That was that famous moment when the guy was on the toilet, right? Oh, so, right. Ooh, that, not good. Wasn't he the uh, the money man, right? We were yeah, just that, was, yeah. that was the lawyer. The uh, lawyer, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. He's once all, we're going to make a lot of money. Yeah, right. We're no, going to make didn't. a lot of money off this yeah, place. He, well, he didn't make anything but a, but a good <laughs> lunch for a dinosaur. That's what he, <laughs> an appetizer. That's more what like he, it. Appetizer. <laughs> he was an appetizer. More that's like what it was, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so his entry into the event is completely free. Wow. That is pretty awesome. And it's going to take place in San Diego on July 21st and 22nd. And so a select amount of reservations will be made online. Oh. Um, yeah, but the website says uh, they aren't requ- required. So I guess, you okay. know, it's just nice to have them, but they aren't okay. necessarily required. Instead, walk-ups will be allowed, but it may take a bit more to get in. So now, does that article elaborate about how um, like how immersive this experience is going to be? It just says that it's going to have some of your, it's going to recreate some of your famous uh, favorite scenes from the okay. from the movie. So that's about it. They will, they're also saying, too, that uh, alongside the attractions, you're going to have Jurassic-themed food offerings. Ooh. So I don't know what that were you gonna have like uh jello and ice cream well no i was thinking more of like raptor kebabs or something you know raptor kebabs sound good actually <laughs> that sounds pretty good <laughs> i don't know that's what i'm asking you know maybe uh have t-rex tater tots or there something. you go t-rex tater tots, I like t-rex it. Yeah. Tater tots. Yeah. like potatoes that are oh, the size my. of my foot i don't yeah. know <laughs> pterodactyl steaks Ter- my, uh, Ooh, have a pterodactyl meat. omelet have there an omelet go. with pterodactyl oh, eggs pterodactyl omelet i there love it pterodactyl yeah, omelet great. yeah <laughs> I don't know, man. This sounds pretty fun. At least this is a bright spot for the Comic Con because I know yes, a lot of people. True. We talked about in that in that uh, podcast previously, and you're saying that these people um, sometimes, I mean, it's months, maybe a year in advance, year in advance. that they're planning these trips. Mm-hmm. You know, they're taking vacation, they're buying all their tickets, and now finding out that the studios are dropping out and there's not going to be all these panels yeah. there. Yep, uh, that's big. That's a big hit for them. So at least you know the, the the fans will get to have something here. Right, exactly. And you know, this is look, San Diego Comic Con. Obviously, they are trying to make uh, they're trying to make chicken salad out of chicken poop here, and they're trying to salvage what they can to make something out of nothing here, knowing that fans pay a lot of money and make reservations for this popular event uh, a year, sometimes two years out, because it's become that popular of a draw. It's no longer one of these things where you can just walk up to the uh, the ticket booth on the day of. Get a ticket and walk in. It, it yeah. requires advanced reservations to do it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, I think it's pretty cool. I kind of wish I wish we were going now. I wish I was going down there. I know, right? I do, I'm too. Like, <laughs> yeah. You hear us talking Comic-Con organizers. Uh, yeah. Get us in there. Uh, pardon intermission podcast. We need. We will to, uh, literally bring all the fans back. We need to do a show. <laughs> <laughs> we will bring our handful of. No, I don't know how many. How many do we have? We have a lot, right? Oh. <laughs> no. It's more like this. We're gonna bring all the fans. <laughs> there we go. That's much better. I like that. <laughs> yeah. No. It, actually, that does sound like a lot of fun. It does. I, but you know, I'm really excited about the movie again. I mean. Uh, Jurassic Park, like I said, we were watching it. We didn't yeah. get to finish it because we have we had to do the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. For yeah. you guys, and that's what we want to do. But yeah, we were in there just kind of uh, uh, in the meantime, getting ready, getting prepped, and we were watching it. And that's when I was like, that is amazing. 30 years. It's tremendous. That, that thing has been out for 30 years. Mm-hmm. We were... You were saying you don't really care for uh, the uh, the newer ones, Jurassic World ones, right? Well, I like Jurassic World. I like the first Jurassic World with Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard in it. That one I love. I, I yeah. think it's good. That Vincent, was a good one. Vincent D'Onofrio is also in that. But uh, Jurassic World, um, uh, Fallen Kingdom, and then the most recent one where they brought Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Jeff, Jeff Goldblum back to pair with Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard. I didn't care for You didn't it like that one? I didn't care. No, 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 no. I did not care for it. I, I thought it was a I thought it was mm. a, a two and a half hour pile of prehistoric no, poop is what I thought it was. That. No, really. Yeah, yes, I did. I, I will admit I, I did like it. I didn't like it. And here's what it what it was. I didn't I I didn't like it because I thought it was a great story. I just liked it because I like to see all those characters together. Okay. One, just like the one time. It's kind of like the the going back to the Picard thing, right? It's like, oh, they're oh, all sure, back yeah. on the, the Enterprise, on the bridge of the Enterprise, right? Okay. They did a good job. They got them all together, you know, and they didn't kill anybody off, right? I don't True. remember. Did they? I don't think they did. Right? Uh, well, they, they killed off characters, but not of the, the red main. shirts. Yeah, the red shirts. They yeah. killed off the red, <laughs> the red shirts. shirts. Yeah. <laughs> they killed off, you know, the the, the third uh, uh, guy with the gun on the left, right? The right. That was trying to kill the dinosaur. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Or and the you, guy in the toilet. That the lawyer in the toilet. <laughs> the lawyer in the toilet. Right. <laughs> or the the guy in the jeep, Dennis Nedry, who gets uh, eaten alive by a Dilophosaurus. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 The, the jeep's all rocking back and forth. He's like, oh, ah, yeah. Ah, yeah. If the jeep's are rocking. <laughs> The dinosaurs so are knocking. knocking. That's right. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I, you know, I, I did like it. It is a little bit of a guilty pleasure because I just like seeing all those characters together. Okay, that's fine. You know, I don't think it was a, a great story, but yeah, it was fun. I just thought it was fun. I just kind of you know okay. let go on that one. It's kind of funny what they've done with the series, though, right? Because some of the movies that they brought in, they brought, you know, they brought like they'll bring in half the cast or one character from the cast and new. Like yep. the second one was it the second one with just Jeff Goldblum? The, yeah, the Lost and World. It, yeah, the Lost World Jurassic Park had just Jeff Goldblum. And they brought in Julianna Moore was a new character, and then Julianne a couple. Moore, I can't remember who else. A couple Richard other. Schiff, Vince Vaughn was in it. Oh, Vince Vaughn, that's right. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, Arliss Howard was in it, and Arliss Howard was in uh, Full Metal Jacket, and he was also in Moneyball mm. as well. He had a cameo in Moneyball. But and then in Jurassic Park three, they brought just Sam Neill back. No, that's right. And yeah. he was in that movie with um, with Tia Leone and uh, Tia Leone. Oh, that's I'm right. Sorry. They're trying because he's trying to save the kids. William again. H Macy, yeah, trying to save the kid. <laughs> so this is retelling the first Jurassic Park, but you know, essentially, yeah, yeah. And then uh, let's see, there was also. Um, uh, one of my favorite character actors was in that Michael Jeter, who was in uh, the Green Mile. 
He played mm. uh, Edouard Delacroix in The Green Mile. He was in Jurassic Park 3. Now, did they ever bring, did they bring one with, with Sam Neill and, uh, oh, I can't remember the actress's name that played his love interest. Laura Dern. Laura Dern. Duh. Mm-hmm. Laura Dern. Yeah, did they ever, I can't remember, did they bring them back together besides this last one? Well, okay, well, Laura Dern was in Jurassic Park 3 with Sam Neill. Okay. I, f- I forgot to mention that. She was in Jurassic Park 3 with Sam Neill. Well, I thought he was in a, I thought she had like this, like she was, she wasn't really in it. She just saved him at the end, right? She came at the end and got him. She was in uh, the beginning of the film, and then yeah, she was also very featured end. towards the very okay, end. Okay, yeah, but I mean, yeah. there wasn't. It didn't kind of pair them up again to go. No, 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 because her okay. character in the third film was married to some yeah, international lawyer or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah, they they never had. I think a, a dinosaur got him too in the Dun. toilet. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, Laura Dern's character is like, "Oh, Sam, I'm I'm free." Yeah, there was right? magically there's just a dinosaur that hatched in our in our bathroom and got. Jeez. Wow, whoever yeah. wrote this script thought of something really unique there. That's great. I don't know. We're going way off. But we yeah, are. and then and then uh so that was it, right? There were three three or four original movies. Four, three, right? Three original movies. Three original movies, and then they came in with uh, Chris Pratt. With Jurassic World. Jurassic yeah. World, yeah. Yeah. And then they had what, four? Three? Three, I think. Three, two as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they were I they're not all the best, but yeah, I mean one knocks it out of the park. I mean, nothing will ever yeah, they're watchable. You can have fun with them, but yeah, like you just said, I mean, they're not uh, they're not better than the than the first three films. Yeah. So, uh, but you know, they they are what they are, and they you know they were meant to to sell tickets, and they they did exactly. Well, that. yeah, you have that property, yeah. you got to make your money off it. But mm-hmm. but yeah, there's nothing like. I mean, the first one was completely amazing. The first one is ranks right there with movies like Jaws and Terminator Two. And Star Wars Star, and Star Wars and uh, the Wizard of Oz and Psycho as movies. Bad News Bears. Bad News Bears. No, I'm just teasing. That would, they, <laughs> Sorry, that <I> slap shot <laughs> that withstand the test of time. I mean, it doesn't matter yeah. what era they're from; they are that good that they're still going to be great, regardless of how many times you watch. Well, it. that's the thing. We almost didn't. I, I almost didn't come in your podcast. I started watching the thing, and I, I couldn't pull myself away. I you believe would, it took me finishing my Taco Bell <laughs> and getting up to throw my trash out. Where I'm like, let's do this now come on Let's we gotta go. go we're never we're never gonna get in there and right podcast. exactly yeah so i don't know anyway yeah so if you guys are going to comic-con check it out it should be an experience I, yeah i'll probably look online i'm sure there'll be youtube i'm sad i'm gonna miss it but i'll probably check out some youtube uh, media oh content. there's gonna be youtube on it yeah, yeah so we'll, sure. we'll catch it secondhand there yeah for sure well hey guys Whoa. that's gonna do it over right. this week we appreciate uh, you guys listening if you can leave us a review uh, on the podcast app that helps us out we definitely appreciate it. Always check out our social media. At uh, Facebook, at Pardon the Intermission, and on Twitter at PTI underscore podcast. All right, guys. Hey, you take care out there. We'll see you on the next one. Yep. See you on the flip side. Peace out. God bless. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Now, I want you to go check out one of the other best podcasts around. It's called the No Focus Radio Hour. It has comedy and insight from the greatest minds in the know. And how do I know? Well, because I'm part of that great show also. So please go check it out. It's available on all your podcasting apps. The No Focus Radio Hour.